Welcome back to Feel the Smile, the podcast where we share biblical encouragement for the practical struggles you are facing. To feel the smile is to experience God's joy, to see his favor all over your life. And on the podcast, we invite friends to hear their stories, the wisdom they have from them and how they navigated their struggle in a biblical way. These friends are just like me and they're just like you trying to live life and love Jesus. And if you're listening to the show today, whether you're in the car or in your room or on a walk, I hope it inspires you to feel the smile no matter where life takes you. And today, our friend and special guest is your soul sister. It's me. It's just me on the podcast this week. And I can't wait to hang. I'm so excited. I feel like it's kind of been a little bit since I did an episode just by myself. I think I did the first two by myself and then the rest have all been guests. And so today it's just me and you and we get to chat together. I have some notes of some things that we're just going to talk about a few things that my life has been filled with over the last week or so and then even a few things that I feel like God's just sparked on my heart so I always have to go back to my calendar when people are like did you have a good weekend what did you do this weekend and I'm always like actually let me try to first remember so I'm literally pulling up my calendar so that we can see what I did um, aside from my notes that I have in my phone. But this week has been a busy week. We had a big church conference last week, which was so much fun, which will probably be a majority of what I get to share with you guys today. And then next week, I'm going to the beach. So I feel like this week has been a lot of preparation for next week. I can't wait to go to the beach with my family. It will be so fun. Are you a beach girl or are you a mountains girl? I feel like I have a strong appreciation for both. I love the beach during the summertime. I also love the beach in the fall, like our families to go for Thanksgiving. And it's just the best time to be in shorts and a sweatshirt. That is my favorite kind of weather. But I love the mountains. I feel like the mountains always make me feel so small and just remind me of what really matters in life. So I kind of like both of those but okay they're back to last week what were we hanging out what were we doing so last thursday started our church conference that we call motion and motion conference is basically a student conference for middle school high school and college students i grew up going to motion and i think that's one reason that it's so special to me i think growing up i always loved going to church i used to love like greeting people at church i used to love mission sunday if you went to a southern baptist church then you know what i'm talking about but i used to love all of those things but i really think this student ministry helped me realize that life with jesus could be fun and exciting and you would just get to learn and do a lot of things in god's presence and that you could do it with friends and that it was just fun and exciting all the time and so to be able to serve the conference now as I did in college and then now as an adult it's so fun to see kids start to realize the same thing I think one thing that I'm really passionate about and maybe you've started to see me do more of it on social media is just sharing about how life with Jesus it gets to be so fun I think sometimes it can be really easy for us to feel like we have to do things with God. We have to read our Bible. We have to pray. We have to go to church. You know, and God doesn't want that to be a have to for us. He wants it to be a get to. He wants us to be just as excited to spend time with him as he is excited to spend time with us. And I just really think that 
being plugged into a student ministry in high school really taught me that and so yeah i think getting to watch other students realize that same thing this week was just so meaningful and i just love it so much and we they always do such a great job doing worship and worship is easily like my favorite part of church and it was just so beautiful to look around the room and see literally thousands of students just worshiping so hard and going all in with Jesus but also on the fun songs they're jumping around and so excited to just have the joy of the Lord in their hearts and not only are they exciting are they excited and experiencing that part of Jesus but they're getting to do it with their friends and I know a lot of times middle school and high school maybe you're in that stage of life and can really feel like doing church things with your friends can be weird or awkward you know engaging in worship can feel weird or awkward if you engage in worship in a different way than your friends do but I really think it's so powerful at events like that when you're doing it with your friends and when you're having those deep and meaningful conversations which is just so cool to watch and get a part and be a part of so shout out motion conference if you didn't get to go this year you should totally go next year it changed my life lots of years in a row and I know that it would change yours too and as I was sitting there you know you worship and hear from speakers and then they break out and do community groups which is basically just like smaller group gatherings so that you can get to know some of the other students at the conference I remember as we were in worship you know we're just praying like Carrie Job and Cody Carnes were leading us in worship and you're just praying to receive just like more of the spirit more of the Holy Spirit just a moment with God and I just remember feeling like I could just see God just like pouring out literally living water just over all of the students and over us too as we were just serving you know and when I saw that I just envisioned like how God says that we when we're thirsty that we get to come to him that when we are thirsty that he doesn't just give us one drink of water he doesn't just give us two but he gives us living water that satisfies us forever and that's what I just envisioned in that moment is God just pouring out his water on us just filling up our cup so that then because of that we get to live our life in the overflow that we get to do everything beyond that moment out of the overflow of our hearts because we're so filled up such a great reminder i think too for just as you're walking with the lord to live from the overflow and not to i feel like one thing i've been learning is not to read my bible to pour out But reading my Bible for me and reading my Bible to grow my relationship with the Lord. And as a result of that, we will get to pour out to other people. We will have a word when the time comes. We will know how to share our story when the moment comes. And so I think that's just so great. I heard on a podcast that I've mentioned on here before called the Handlebar Podcast. They had an episode where the question was, how do you keep the fire of the Lord in your heart? after something like a church conference or a worship night you know like you leave with um what do they call it like a you just leave with a fresh fire in your heart and the person was like how do i keep that and i love what they said they said conferences are created to start a fire but we have the role of kindling it and growing it and fanning into flame what God's blessed us with, fanning into flame our gifts, fanning into flame our quiet time with him. You know, we get to play the role of being consistent with that afterwards. And that's just really a great reminder because I think it can be really easy for us to depend on church events to be what feeds us. 
and we depend on a Sunday morning to feed us and we depend on a motion conference to feed us and we depend on a girls retreat to feed us when really you don't eat just once a week but you eat every single day if you only ate once a week you would starve but when you eat every single every single day you're nourishing yourself spiritually you're nourishing yourself physically when you're eating physically and it's it's the same with our spiritual life and i just think that's so important to not put the weight of growth on someone else when it's an opportunity for us to grow ourselves during the conference one of the night sessions we were just worshiping and praying and i remember i just felt the lord leading me to like take a step like walk up further almost like towards the front of the room and i was laughing because i was like you know when you feel like god's leading you to do something and you're like no i'm fine like i'll just stay where i'm at and you're just like no fam like leave me where i'm at like great idea but i'm gonna stay in my comfort zone and i remember the longer i worshiped i just really felt like god was like no like take a step up like walk towards the front of the room and you're in a room of thousands of people so i was like what is walking up 15 steps gonna do but anyways i'm practicing being obedient in the moment when god leads me to do something so i take the step and i walk about 15 or 20 feet in front of me and after i worship for a little bit i see to my right there's just this sweet girl who's probably in high school and she is just like having a moment and she's really emotional and she's hugging one of her friends and i just felt immediately the lord was like you need to pray for her and i was like once again are we serious like let me just stay in my lane i'll hold off no and god was like no for real like i want you to pray for her and so i leaned up and i just like touched her arm and i was like hey like can i pray for you and she was just like oh my goodness yes please pray for me so i just sat there and prayed for her and was really like okay god like what do you want me to what do you have for me to speak over this girl and was really just praying for purpose and identity and was praying for her to just come to know exactly what God wants her to do, that she would know how much God loves her, how much God values her, how much God sees her, even in the moment like motion conference when there's thousands of other people in the room that he still had a heart for her and knew her by name and believed in her purpose and her calling and just as i was praying those things i just really felt kind of just a word on the lord to just pray would your honesty be your healing and i as i thought about that phrase that the lord gave me you know i just thought so much about the sweet girl in front of me that she was honest with what she was struggling with she was honest that she was seeking god for help she was honest that she needed a touch of heaven you know in her everyday life because she couldn't do it on her own and just really believing for her that that moment of honesty would play a part in the healing in her heart and i just speak that over you that's listening i think there's so much power in being honest with the lord I think it took me a really long time to realize that it can be easy to feel like you can only bring your best to the table it can be easy to feel like you have to bring your best to the table and that's all it can be easy to feel like you can't say bad words in front of god because you want him to think that you have it all put together and i'm just a firm believer that god values our honesty not only does he value it but he loves it so much and so i just think anyone that's struggling with being honest with god if you're struggling about how you're feeling about whether it's a relationship or the season of life that you're in i know me and my cousin we talk about all the time like 
in singleness, you know, just being honest with God about your singleness. Singleness is amazing, but there's also days where it can be really frustrating and it's okay to be honest with God about those things and just be honest with God about maybe what you're struggling with your friendships. If you're having friend drama, like I've just been working on talking to God as if he is my best friend sitting right in front of me. You know, I don't have to prepare this speech to talk to him, but he truly does love just the mundane conversations that I get to have with him. And I think a lot of that begins from just being honest and we can only be healed as much as we choose to be honest. And so honesty is just an opportunity to find healing exactly where you need it. And as you're honest with God, he will reveal more areas of your heart that you need that healing in. So be honest with God this week. I'm learning it. I prayed for it over this girl and I'm praying it over you too. A few one-liners that stuck out to me at Motion Conference that I just have to share with you guys is the first one is by Rich Wilkerson. And he said, whatever starts in the spirit cannot be sustained in the flesh that is a jaw dropper as believers there are a lot of parts of our life a lot of inspiration that start in the spirit whether it's a vision you have for the job that you want to do whether it's what you imagine in life is like your god-given purpose whether it's something that you feel like god's calling you to do all of those things start in the spirit because God has given you a vision or a revelation that's directly from him. And I know that I can even struggle with sustaining in the flesh what was started with the spirit. An example would be if God has given you a dream and a vision, you feel like it's just almost a little outrageous. Like you're like, God, this is a crazy dream. Like, how is this supposed to happen? How am I supposed to do this? Where are the people going to come from? It just feels beyond you. That is a vision that started in the spirit. And the moment that you try to worry how you're going to have resources, the moment that you try to take control and create the supplies, the moment that you try to take hold of the reins instead of letting Jesus take the wheel are the moments that you're trying to fleshly sustain what is the spiritual. The same I think about in joy, joy during a hard season. We talk all the time about learning to feel the smell in our hard days. But what does that look like when the hard day comes you're in the hard day you found the joy the hard day ends but what happens when the next hard day comes how are you going to sustain a joyful spirit when fleshly events are telling you otherwise how are you going to continue to have the perspective that's a heavenly perspective when your earthly circumstances are changing and that is just something that i think that quote speaks directly to is you have to remember to sustain those things in the spirit it can't just be flesh building on flesh building on flesh and building on flesh you have to have revelations of the Lord in that. I also think that's where our morning time with the Lord taps in. You know, every day being refreshed by a moment in this presence. And y'all, a moment in his presence does not have to look like 30 minutes reading the Proverbs. That is great if you do that. I wish that I spent 30 minutes reading the Proverbs. But it can look like starting your morning with worship. It can look like starting your morning with the verse of the day. It can look like praying and surrendering your plans for the day to the Lord. And I think those things are how we can sustain in the spirit what God has already given us in the spirit. We don't have to worry about keeping a miracle based on a earthly foundation. We don't have to worry about those things. 
because it's a God-given vision, God will give you the means to make it happen. Because God gave you the dream, God's going to give you the drivenness and the hard work to make that dream come to fruition. Now, is it hard on a lot of days? Is it really easy to turn to the flesh? Is it really easy to give up when you're worn out and emotional and just to sit there and scroll on Instagram instead of letting God speak into your life? Absolutely, because I do that. So I know how easy it is when you're in a waiting room and you feel like God wants you to speak to the person next to you, but you're like, no, I'm just going to scroll on TikTok and watch these funny videos as a wait for my name to be called to go into this appointment. You know, all those things that God's driving you to do, it can be really easy to just let those be dependent on fleshly things because fleshly things are tangible and it is really easy to depend on tangible things when faith is the other option. It's really easy to talk to all of your friends first about your struggles before you talk to God. Because you know the moment that you call your friends, they're going to answer. But when you call on God, it can feel like he's going to wait. But if there's one thing I have to tell you is that he meets you where you're at exactly when you need him to. This past week, I was just having a little bit of an emotional week. Let's be honest emotions they come and go and my emotional roller coaster was just ramping up and there were a few times where I was just having a moment and I was like I just need to talk to one of my friends would try to call my friends and they wouldn't answer and one of my friends she was so sweet she was so apologetic she's like I'm so sorry that I can answer I was doing x y and z and I was like no I truly believe that the reason that you didn't answer was because God has been teaching me to call on him like the faithful friend that he is we know that our earthly friends can be faithful but how much more faithful is our heavenly father who is the closest friend that we could ever ask for so that's one thing I'm implementing into my life and you should totally try to implement it into yours is calling on Jesus before you call on your friends Does God use friendships and people and mentors to give wisdom and revelation? Absolutely. And I'm so grateful that he does because I would be lost somewhere in a ditch if he didn't. But also, he is closer than a friend will ever be. And God's word says that when we seek him, we will find him. That when we draw near to him, that he will draw near to us. So don't for a second think that if you call on him, he's not going to answer because his word says that he hears you. His word says that he sees you and that he is right beside you. Every step of the Lord, God is right there with you. When you look back on your life, you can see God's handprint all over it. You can see him doing so many things in your life. You can see him being in you every step of the way. So if he was in every step of the way before, why wouldn't he be in your steps that you're going through right now? So just a little tidbit and inspiration that if you have a hard day at work this week, come home and talk to the Lord about it. Talk to the Lord about it out loud. If you don't live alone and feel like your roommates are going to think that you're crazy, talk to the Lord about it by writing in a journal, by just going in your car and going on a drive and talking to him and worshiping to him. This all ties back to how... God thrives in our honesty. He's not scared of our honesty. He's not scared of our opinions. He's not scared of our questions. In fact, he loves to prove more of who he is in them. The next tidbit and one-liner that I got from church conference this week was by Jensen Franklin, and he was sharing a story on maybe Daniel. I cannot remember, but I did write down this one-liner, so something stuck out. But he said he was talking about how in this story... In the middle of walking, we're going to go with Daniel, had a touch of the spirit. 
and how he talked about how because he had a touch of the spirit every step after that was different than what it would have been before he took a step with his left foot in the flesh but then he took a step with his right foot in the spirit and because of that every left and right and left foot step and right foot step was different because he had the holy spirit in him and that was just so profound to me because it is a reminder that we walk differently because god is in our life we walk differently because Jesus played a part in our story. We get to walk differently because of what Jesus died on the cross for. He died on the cross so that we could experience freedom. When hard days come, when you make a bad test grade, when your boyfriend breaks up with you, when you get in trouble with your parents, you get to walk differently because the Holy Spirit's inside of you. When you get in trouble with your parents, you don't have to act out of anger and frustration, but you get to respond with being grateful for correction. When your boyfriend breaks up with you, you don't respond in a distraught manner, feeling like you lost the one thing you ever loved. You get to respond in a way that reminds you of God's plan and how his way is better and what he has for you is better. And the person that he has for you is a better match than that person could ever be. When you are walking with the Holy Spirit in your life and your parents get a divorce and you're brokenhearted and your family is ripped apart, you can go to him for comfort and assurance and peace because you know that he is the sustainer of all of those things. You know that every single one of those feelings comes from the one who embodies all of them. You go to the source of joy because he is joy. You go to the source of peace because he is peace. You go to the source of comfort because he is comfort. And that is how our lives look different when we walk with the spirit inside of us. One of my sisters just had an amazing experience at JH Ranch. If you've ever been, you know it's amazing. I've done JH Outback and it was super amazing, which is like a weekend retreat. But they have different tracks is what they call them, retreats that you can go to out at the ranch. It's in California. And my sister just got back and she came home from the airport and spent the night with me the other night and she was so excited to share so much about her experience and all that she learned about what God was doing in her life. But one of the things that she shared with me was she was like, Scarlett, I feel like I know that God sees me and I know that I feel seen by God and I'm realizing that life with Jesus is fun and full of joy and that there are other people that believe in Jesus that are also fun and full of joy, aka Christians aren't boring. And it was so fun just getting to talk to her and uh, talk to her about her experience and revelations, but also everything that God's telling her. But one thing that we talked about is just how now, because of her encounter with the Holy Spirit, she gets to be confident in a whole new level. We talked about reading the Bible, how now when she, she was like, I just had this revelation that God's word is God's words. <laughs> like God's word is God speaking to us. And now because of that, when I read my Bible, it's like, I'm I'm literally hearing from God and it was so cool to hear her talk about those things and so we were just talking about God's word and how it gets to become a firm foundation for us about how God's word is true and right how it's literally God breathes like he spoke the words that now we get to read every single day and how because of that it shifts our level of confidence because of God's word we know how to be confident in the right way and the wrong way I think sometimes when we're growing up and we're whether you're in high school middle school or you're an adult 
and you're learning what's right and what's wrong but when you have the holy spirit you can be confident in what is right and confident in what is wrong and when you can be confident in those two lanes you know the way to go down and you know how to let that lane lead your life you know the things to say yes to you know the things to say no to and therefore you know the things that will lead to a prosperous life like the things that god leads us to in life which i think is just so cool to talk about being confident in the spirit so I hope that some of these little random spiritual tidbits that I shared with you all today encourage you in your walk, no matter where you're at, whether you are trying to talk to Jesus like he's the friend right next to you, whether you're practicing just being honest with the Lord and letting that heal the places of your heart, or maybe you're just trying to become more confident in God's word. I feel like those are all areas that we touched on and got to talk about today. And I do want to end on the note that we ask all of our guests when they come on the podcast, one of the questions that we always close with is what is currently making you feel the smile? What is currently giving you joy? What is currently making you happy? Giving a little oomph to your everyday life. And for me, that has been cooking, which is so crazy because I normally hate to cook. When I was in college, I probably cooked a solid four meals in four years, so one a year. And I never really had the desire to learn to cook. But recently, since I've entered into adulthood, I've been on the cooking game. I've been cooking chicken. I've been cooking pasta. I made dinner for my sister the other night and she actually enjoyed it, which all my other sisters, if they were to listen to this, they would probably laugh out loud and be like, there's no way that she enjoyed eating that because they've tried the stuff that I've tried to cook before. But I've been cooking and it's just been making me feel just the best. I'm like, I feel like, a real life adult. This is what adults do. They come home after work and they cook dinner for themselves. I feel like I could provide for a family. I'm like, where's the ring? Now I feel like I could get married and cook dinner for my husband one day. But it's just funny because I, if you would have told me that last year and been like, you've been cooking dinner every night, I would have been like, there's no way. There's no way I've been cooking dinner every night. So that's one thing that's been making me feel a smile. It's been giving me a lot of joy and it's always good to be proud of yourself. And I've been so proud of myself for cooking my meals. So if you have any recipes to send my way that are easy and minimal ingredients, of course, then send them my way. Shoot me a message on Instagram. Shoot me a text. If you have my number, please text me. Send me all the recipes because I need them. I mean, I am a cooking girly. I'm branching out. And I'm ready to take on the world. But um, just ending on a fun note, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you learned some things from it. I hope there were a few things that you were able to take notes on. Send this podcast to your friends. If it encouraged you, then you know it would encourage another friend in your life. So send it over to them. And like always, you can find me on Instagram at Scarlett Stearns. And you can follow the blog account at Feel the Smile for all things biblical encouragement for your practical struggles. I'll see you next time.